Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Eshen Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And here we are. Good morning, good morning. Nothing more need be said. Good morning. It's a good morning. It's a beautiful day. Whatever is happening, it's a beautiful day and it is up to you. Will you participate, partake of the beauty of the day? If it's hot, if it's cold, if it's raining, if it's snowing, whatever. What makes it a beautiful day? What makes it a good morning? You know, many, many, many of our spiritual and all kinds of practices are based on making something better, changing it, perfecting it. It's based on the idea that the way things are right now, there's something wrong with it. There's something missing. There's something that if it was only a little bit this way or that way, it would be good. It would be a good morning. If the morning and whatever I thought was happening coming up in the day suited me, met my needs, so-called needs. You know, we think, 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 think. And this is the source of all our anguish, really. Not careful, clear thinking. That's not what I mean. I mean these random, stray thoughts that accost us. They accost us. They attack us, although we don't see it as an attack. We think they're informing us. Underneath the, a deep thought that's really running like a train on a track, sometimes and, of course, often beneath beneath our awareness even, is that there's something wrong, not only with life, but with us, deficient. And that if we're only good enough, if we only work hard enough, if we only combat life hard enough, we will then deserve or maybe even merit or even be, be allowed allowed to live and enjoy and reap the, reap the fruits, reap the fruits. So many of us sabotage ourselves unknowingly because we don't feel good enough. We don't deserve it. We're essentially something wrong. We're essentially bad. We've done something bad. Or, or That's what these thoughts keep singing. They're like a choir beneath our awareness singing the same old song. Creating fear, creating loneliness, creating and even hatred for the world and for each other and for ourselves. It's important to hear them, this unheard song that sings inside of us underneath our awareness. That's a very important step. So then we go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. And that's what Zen is. It says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what is this song being sung into my life? Is it true? Unconsciously, we, we, we pause, we look at it, we don't just drink it in and absorb it unknowingly. 
There are even times as we just sit still and not get pushed around by these thoughts and by these feelings, which are generated by the thoughts, and then they give energy to them, and it's a little dance going on. But as we sit still, we're not allowing that to push us around. We're like a tree with roots, roots planted, deep, deep roots, planted into what? Doesn't matter what you call it, we're planted. And through these roots, true wisdom arises all by itself. It wants to fill us and arise true wisdom, true insight, true happiness, true enjoyment of our lives. It's every minute waiting for us. Every minute. We all have moments like that. We open our eyes and say, oh my, look at the sky. How beautiful. Or we look at each other. We look at someone, look at their face, their eyes, the way they move. Oh my, how beautiful. The beauty can surround and accost us instead of all of these negative, twisted, really, thoughts and feelings that live in a subterranean way, hidden, hidden, hidden. Sometimes they're not so hidden, right? Sometimes they come pouring up and out, but but, but they're around us. But if we see them for what they are, They just dissolve. They're nothing. They have no power over us. When we're rooted, nothing has power over us except the source of our roots and the wisdom that arises through this source and the happiness and the fun and the pleasure. You know, practice isn't to torture ourselves. It's to enjoy ourselves enjoy the practice, enjoy the people who are practicing with us, enjoy the life that's been given to us. So many times in Zen and in every single practice, there can be a misunderstanding that we must suffer. Suffering is necessary. Suffering is good. Suffer. Pay off your karmic debts. Suffer. You deserve to suffer. The more you suffer, the more virtuous you are. These are part of that stream of thoughts which take our love of life away. When life is entered, when the stream of life is entered in a certain way, what need is there to suffer? We flow in the stream of life and it's very, very nourishing, beautiful, and heartwarming. So this practice is really the practice of stepping into that stream of life, which is here. It's right here. We don't have to make it up. We have to honor it, be with it, taste it, swim with it. Actually, it's for many of us, it's just too easy. We want to effort. We want to struggle. We're used to that. We believe in that. That's our practice is to effort more, struggle more, search harder. And then someday, someday, maybe even after you die, you'll be so happy. 
you'll see what you have to see. Well, truths and practice, you can see everything that you have to see right now because here it is right here. We say, this very place is the lotus land of purity. This very body is the body of the Buddha, and the Buddha means one who sees, who knows, who encompasses, who who is, who is. We all are. This very body, right here, the opportunity is given each day of your life and each moment. Here. You know, for many, many years, that that beautiful phrase was something that I repeated as well as everyone did. <laughs> and the Zendo morning service and other services. We all repeat many beautiful phrases. And we love it and we enjoy repeating it and absorbing it. But there's like a little bridge we must cross over to really, really go, wow, oh, oh, to see it to recognize it, to live it right here, right now. This is the lotus land of purity. Mm. I don't have to wait until I die, or I don't have to be in anguish the rest of my life. I'm living right in the lotus land of purity. Now, that could also be called a koan in Zen. As I've said many times, a koan is just a question that does not have a logical, rational answer. So we, we take it in and we absorb the question and we, 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 we sit with it. We dwell upon it, not think about it. We don't think about it because it's, I, you know, you, there's no answer that's available in our logical, rational mind. We just make friends with it. We play with it. Ah, now once we start that, we play with it. Now we're beginning to enter the lotus land of purity. It, actually, life is very much fun. It's very playful. It's playful. Do you look at little babies born? They love to play. Do you look at puppies? Do you look at animals? They play. The world is playful. It's smiling. That's the natural world, the way, the way we are originally. It's happy to wake up in the morning and enjoy the, the good day. That's the original nature of little children, of babies, animals. And those of us who are no longer pushed around by this, this chorus of sorrow, that's actually a very threatening chorus and it's a very unfortunate way to live. Because when we're joyful and playful and alive, we can, we can have, not only do we enjoy our day and our life, but we can, that's the best way to share with others and uplift others. And because joy is contagious and fun is contagious and life, life, Real life is also contagious, not contagious in a negative way, but it's healing, it's loving, it's delicious. It's delicious. 
And that lingers, the beauty of that lingers, the lotus land of purity right here. Because our hearts are pure, but pure, I don't mean we've never done anything wrong, so-called. I don't mean that. By pure, it means we are just purely enjoying and living and, 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 and offering ourselves and receiving the wonderful gifts of others. Yesterday, we had a little sitting here, a beautiful sitting and I received a beautiful little carton, a little container of chocolate-covered pretzels and a big, round, delicious watermelon from some who came. And this morning after breakfast, I looked at these delicious pretzels and I knew that watermelon was there. And, and the beauty, the, the, the aroma, the perfume, the, the goodness, the of those offerings just filled the morning. They were still alive. They were still permeating the day. They were here because I was there available to them. You know, we do not allow ourselves to be touched by simple and real and beautiful things. We're grasping instead after some dream after some so-called goal, after some so-called problem, 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 problem. Life is not a problem. It's the lotus land of purity. Stop grasping at that. And we begin to become available to the deliciousness of these pretzels and the person who offered them and the delicious watermelon. That was all, and the people, the person who offered two people offered that. And that was so satisfying beyond anything, beyond what you could imagine. There's so much satisfaction in the truth, in a simple moment, in a true offering, in the heart that offered it. And that is where the good day comes that is where our joy arises from. And that is what this practice is about. This very place, seeing and living in the lotus land of purity, of joy, like a child, pure like a little child. Oh, look at that. Oh, how beautiful this is. Oh, how much fun that is. That's the mind of a child. You know, there's difference between being childish and being a child. The child's mind is, a as Suzuki Roshi calls, a beginner's mind. Open, open eyes, a new day. Here comes the siren. And rather than say, oh, 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 it's disturbing my talk. No, welcome it. It's part of the talk. Let's listen to it. Really listen to it. Allow it. And it doesn't bother anything anymore. It's calling out to us in the lotus land of purity. That's good. Now it suddenly just disappeared. It's gone. One, two, three. It's interesting. Wow. A moment comes. We receive it. And it leaves. Where does it go? Where did it come from? Just take it as it comes. Let it go as it goes. That is our practice. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening and for your beautiful emails. 
I love receiving them and I appreciate them. And make this a really good day. You're not going to make it. You're going to allow it, the day to be as it is. And it will be a good day for you. We think we have to do something to make it good. It's already good. We're already in the lotus land of purity. Be there and enjoy, I should say, this really beautiful offering that we are receiving of another day. Thank you and have a beautiful day. And I'll I'll talk to you next week. Be well. Bye-bye.